0: Hey listeners, before we get started, if you're enjoying these episodes, you can actually check them out on YouTube in full video. You can just search Honest Ecommerce and you'll get pulled right to our channel. Make sure you subscribe and ring the bell for all the updates.
1: Don't try to fit your company into the right investment uh, thesis of someone else because that's always going to lead to either a bad company or bad relationships with investors.
0: Welcome to Honesty Commerce, a podcast dedicated to cutting through the BS and finding actionable advice for online store owners. I'm your host, Chase Clymer, and I believe running a direct to consumer brand does not have to be complicated or a guessing game. On this podcast, we interview founders and experts who are putting in the work and creating real results. I also share my own insights from running our top Shopify consultancy, Electric Eye. We cut the fluff in favor of facts to help you grow your e commerce business. Let's get on with the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Honesty commerce I'm your host, Chase Clymer. And today, we're welcoming to the show the CEO and co-founder of Better & Better, a company that develops and sells personal care products that are fundamentally better for our health and for our environment. Welcome to the show, Vladimir.
1: Thank you very much. It's great to be here.
0: Awesome. So for those that don't know, can you just quickly tell me what are the products that Better & Better is bringing to the market?
1: Sure. Our high-level thesis is that existing habits are really powerful, and they should be leveraged... Uh, to create more health and wellness uh, for us as human beings. And so what does that mean? Our first product is a two in one toothpaste uh, that provides clean teeth whitening, fresh breath, all the, all the things that toothpaste typically gives you. But in addition to that, you get a microdose of vitamins and other nutrients. So we've packed it in a special way where when you brush, just through brushing, you absorb through your mouth and your gums vitamin D and vitamin B12. And you can get anywhere between 30 to 50% of your daily dose per brush just through the normal sublingual transbuccal absorption methods in your mouth.
0: Oh, that's fantastic. These are super interesting products for everybody. So uh, make sure you go and check out the website, and we'll, we'll give you the link to that in the show notes. So take me back in time, though. Where did yeah? Let's go a little bit further back. This isn't your first rodeo. Uh,
1: so where do you want to start the story? I mean, we could we can start from the beginning. I'll I'll I'll, I'll be relatively uh, brief. So I you know I am a Vladimir first generation immigrant. I moved to the U.S. when I was six years old. Grew up in New York. Did a little bit of corporate work for a few years, but then I realized the entrepreneur in me had to come out. So I started my first company, which was a marketplace, kind of a crowdfunding marketplace called Rocket Hub. We were helping other entrepreneurs raise money. So I got to see both the idea of starting a startup, but also seeing other entrepreneurs at work. Um, And we grew that from a napkin idea to acquisition in about three and a half years. My second company was an actual physical product. It was an electronics product called Mural, which was um, to bring art and photography to people's lives through a beautiful digital art frame. And not only that, but we would connect it to museums and galleries. So that was my first foray into kind of D2C e-commerce Building out a brand that actually sold physical goods. Um, and we took that from a napkin idea through to we raised about 10 million in venture, venture funding, and then we were acquired. Uh, as well. So that was my second kind of exit. And now with Better and Better, I would say this is my most personal company. So um, I mentioned I came here as a kid. I came here because um, when I was a kid, I had cancer. So I was diagnosed with bone cancer when I was six years old. And I went through extensive treatment, chemotherapy, radiation for five or six years, almost 10 years here in New York. Thankfully. Everything was successful, and I've been in remission for a few decades now. But as you, as you probably know, there are a lot of long term effects for cancer patients. One is major vitamin nutrient deficiencies, particularly vitamin D, which all of us are deficient in, but in particular cancer survivors. So I've been taking like a fistful of vitamins for most of my life, and it's this like personal like. Uh, hatred for pills that has really pushed me towards starting better and better, and we, we believe that we can create a line of products that replace the need for pills over you know two, three, four, five years. And we're starting with toothpaste because it's the most kind of consistent habit that people use and, and do. And sublingual is a very powerful delivery mechanism. But we'll we'll roll out other products that kind of increase that idea of microdosing your vitamins. But if you have 5 or 6 things that help you microdose, you get to 100% of a dose in a day, 2 days, etc. So that, that's where we're going. And it's really like, it stems from my personal desire to not have to take any more pills in my life.
0: <laughs> well, it, it's a very, very amazing story. So this is a question um, that is very... You're uniquely qualified to answer this. Sure. This being your third startup, what advice would you give the first time entrepreneur to like don't do this this is a waste of time
1: or like focus here that's that, that i had we can go on for hours with that one but I, I think fundamentally um it's number one is team so i think it, it, like solo entrepreneurship is really really hard so even just having one co-founder or two it, it has helped me survive from like a mental perspective so if i'm down which i am sometimes if i'm you know in 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 a funk in some way um usually my co-founder or co-founders are not and so that idea of the waves of like emotion and feeling and inspiration that's gonna vary over time but if you have a team of two three people um it kind of stabilizes that so i think like number one is like co-founders team uh going at it alone is possible, but I think it stacks the deck against you. So I think that's number one bit of feedback. Number two is like, look at the, 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 the market and see where it's heading, because I think a lot of our my success in the past has been tying my products and ideas to growing markets. So first was crowdfunding and a marketplace around microfinance like that was 2010 11 12 when that concept was really starting to blossom and, and grow um if i tried started to do tried to do crowdfunding now i think it'd be a little bit late like unless there's some new twist to it I, I, at that point like it, the odds are so long when you're a founder that it, it, implementing that idea within a growing market really helped us a lot and led us to an acquisition same thing with mural connected hardware was really interesting and 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 kind of the big companies we were looking at at google apple facebook mid mid two thousand teens it was a growing market, and that 's why we were acquired by Netgear because they wanted to move into kind of the iot internet of things and I think now with better and better, I think health and wellness. Like, you know we started the company before covid but with covid like happening i think the idea of embedded personalized almost in a way passive health and wellness is huge and so we've seen a big boost to everything that we do not because not only because our products are incredible but because it's within a world that is kind of ready for this concept so i think you know team market and then finally investors and support, I think that there's going to be different types of investors. So I think the biggest lesson for me is be like, find the investors that fit your company. Don't necessarily uh, do the reverse. Don't try to fit your company into the right investment uh, thesis of someone else, because that's always going to lead to either a bad company or bad relationships with investors. So I think the idea of finding investors that fit your company or or supporters that fit your companies has been key for me in terms of In terms of success,
0: that is some amazing advice. Um, All right, so let's go back in time, though. So ideation—you've got this idea for this product. How long did it go from like I got this thing that's mulling around in my head to you've got a sample in your hand?
1: Yeah. So I started developing the idea for better and better, even during my previous company, during Mural. So I was I was like tinkering in my own home with like blending toothpaste, like traditional, just off the shelf toothpaste with vitamins and nutrients and like supplements. How'd that taste? (laughs) Uh, and it was like, it was a mess, but it kind of it started to get me going. And so when my previous company was acquired, I was like, okay, I have like some baseline here, but we need to take this to a lab, to biochemists, chemists, pr- uh, manufacturers, mixers, etc. So it took... From when we like said let's do this fully to launching the first product, it, it, it took about almost two years, like from 2019 to 2000, early 2021, um, because there was a good deal of R and D. Like I, I think this is a product. Obviously, toothpaste has been around for. 100 plus years. But the idea of embedding vitamins within it isn't just like you pour vitamins in toothpaste. You have to mix it and match it in a way that, that makes it absorbable. And I think that's where the, like, the secret sauce is and making it absorbable and palatable. And so that took a long time, 400, 500 different permutations. Uh, we went through a couple of partners that weren't good fits for us. So we have to keep switching. And then also it was during COVID. So we couldn't like go to the lab and talk to someone. It had to be all shipping, FedEx, you know, it was a much more remote process, which slowed us down. But we got there. After two years, we launched V1 of the product uh, in in kind of late 2020, early 2021.
0: If you're struggling with scaling your sales, maybe Electric Eye can help. Our team has helped our clients generate millions of dollars in additional revenue through our unique brand scaling framework. learn more about our agency at electriceye.io. That's E-L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-Y-E.io. Mesa is the easy-to-use solution to the everyday challenges of running a Shopify store. With Black Friday and Cyber Monday fast approaching, now is an excellent time to use automation to get out of the weeds and focus more on your customers. Automations harness the power of code without any learning curve. You can easily customize how Shopify and your apps work with one-click integrations. From auto-tagging orders to sending package status updates to customers, Mesa connects your data where it's needed most. Simply put, the minutes you spend using Mesa save you hours of manual work. So make this year's Black Friday and Cyber Monday different by simplifying your workload and running your Shopify store better and not letting it run you. Search for Mesa — that's M-E-S-A — in the Shopify App Store and download the app today. Free plan available with no cost setup included. Our partner Rewind can protect your e commerce store by automatically backing up your business critical data. Rewind should be the first app you install to protect your store against human error, misbehaving apps, or collaborators gone bad. It's like having your very own magic undo button, trusted by over 100,000 businesses, from side hustles to the biggest online retailers like Nick's, Paul Mitchell, and Pampers. Best of all, Visit rewind.com slash honest ecommerce to get your first month absolutely free. That's rewind.com slash honest ecommerce. Getting an online business off the ground isn't easy. So if you find yourself working late, tackling a to-do list that's a mile long with your 5th cup of coffee by your side, remember, great email doesn't have to be complicated. That's what Klaviyo is for. It's the email and SMS platform built to help e-commerce brands earn more money by creating genuine customer relationships. Once you set up your free Klaviyo account, you can start sending beautiful, branded messages in minutes thanks to drag and drop design templates and built-in guidance. And with e-commerce specific recommendations and insights, you can keep growing your business as you go. Get started with a free account at klaviyo.com/honest. That's k l a v i y o.com/honest. So you've got the product and, and you're going to market with it. What was that go-to-market strategy? How were you trying to acquire your first round of customers?
1: I think how... So the first production batch was pretty small. It was like 10,000 units or so. And we viewed it more as an experiment where we wanted to answer 2 things. One is could we actually make this con- Like, could could this be real? Because <laughs> it's a, it's it, you know it's cool an idea, but can you make it? And two is, do people actually want to buy it? Like, and, and so we viewed that first production process and first go to market as really like answering those two questions. And so everything that we structured marketing the positioning was was around experimentation, testing, and we had that luxury of doing that for the first batch. And so when we sold out that first batch in about 6 months or so, we were like, okay, now we have this product that people apparently want, and we can do it. Like we've done, uh, done done it well enough. So now we just launched V2 of the product. And this is like, I would call this like... The market ready like what i wanted v1 to be but it, it's like it's really good uh based on feedback based on iterations etc so i think the trick with us here now with this v2 market ready product is education like that's number one because um people don't know you can absorb things through your mouth like generally like it's not a strong market concept yet and so i think what what our go-to market has been focused on so far is really about like just Knowing teaching people that this is possible. And then once they kind of grasp that, they're like, oh, well, how do I do it? Okay, then we give you a product that meets that need. It meets that that kind of knowledge that you've just gained. But like, I think our job for the next 12 to 24 months is all going to be about like, education, infotainment, and and like the credibility that's necessary to be able to tell that story. Yeah, you said
0: something interesting there that I want to ask a very direct question about is you wished that you launched
1: with this new version two. Yes. Why didn't you wait? Oh boy. Um I, I think like I'm a very impatient person. Uh like I'll be honest. Like I I can't like just sit for too long without getting feedback. And so at a certain point, it was almost like a almost like a software driven decision for a consumer product, which was like, just get customers to use it and tell you what what they think about it. So thankfully we were working with a manufacturer that had very low uh, minimum order quantities. So we were able to, with relatively low risk, test the earlier formulas. And so we learned a lot from that. And so I think my impatience (laughs) led to a better product that maybe we wouldn't have, ne- like V2 would have never been as good as it is if it was V1. Uh, So at, at some point, you got to get real people to use it. And you have to get real people to give you real feedback that is not like your friends and family, because friends and family are great, but they're never going to be as real as real customers are. And customers were like, this is great. I love this. I hate this. Change this. And so based on that, we were able to really build a good um, current product.
0: Yeah, you uh, you answered my follow up question like within your first answer, so we're on the same page here. Um, so, good, good. All right, so you got version two of it, and, and you're you're putting that out to the to the the market. What's how are you advertising this? How are you getting it in front of eyes?
1: Yeah, so um, you know early, you know V one the, the test was mainly digital. Um, like digital marketing, traditional funnel, Facebook, Instagram, Google, etc., retargeting—that's um, fine. Like that's like almost like hygiene. You need to do that. But as as you know, as your your listeners probably know at this point, like that's uh, the 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 ROI and arbitrage opportunities in that are not what they used to be even 3 years ago let alone 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. So what we're really what we've what we're seeing a lot of success with is third party credibility. So that means like from the bottom up. So our customers who love it, we want to amplify their voices. So recording them, documenting their experiences, really amplifying what they're saying. The second level to that credibility is influencers, kind of celebrities, people who are for better or for worse well regarded as uh, kind of legit in the in the industry, so we're starting to collaborate with different athletes, with different um, um, kind of uh, health and wellness professionals, etc. And then the third level of the pyramid is like hardcore scientists, biotech chemists, and and people who you know aren't necessarily considered influencers, but when you listen to them, y- y- you hear like wow, real real information. So we're starting to do a, a series of of interviews with. To scientists, people who are known in this world, who have developed either technology or products for sublingual absorption of uh, and transdermal absorption of, of of nutrients. So it's we're really going to go multi level credibility hierarchy, and then amplify that wherever we can: podcasts, video, um, and and beyond. But it's like again, it's answering that question: is does this really work? And we need to answer it affirmatively at every level, customers influencers, and experts. Absolutely.
0: Now, is there anything I haven't asked you today that you think would really resonate with our
1: audience? Yeah. I mean, I think our product is really interesting because it's like relatively low average order value. So from the get-go, I think we've been really focused on building a long-term relationship with our customer, trying to go for that subscription LTV approach. And that's we found that to be quite successful. We have a very high... Uh, reorder rate, subscription rate over most of our customers start off just with the subscription, which is incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that, you know, my previous company, Mural, was a $500 product. So, you know, there was profit embedded within the product. The average order for toothpaste is, you know, $20, $30, $20 to $20, $20 to $30. So it's much, much smaller. So there has to be recurring element to it. So I think we really view our customer as an investment over a longer-term period. And because of that, I think we're going to have multiple products. We're going to have a whole portfolio of products that leverage existing habits to deliver uh, vitamins and nutrients. So I think um, we've had to approach it a little bit differently, but I think so far it's been been the right approach for us. So I think anyone maybe that's listening who's launching a brand with a smaller uh, price point or lower price point, I think there are different tactics to that compared to higher price point it, you know, profitable from the get-go types of products.
0: Absolutely. Now, you mentioned earlier that you know make sure that your investors are kind of in line with your vision and, and don't change to be in line with theirs. Yeah. If someone was going to launch a product these days. And go that route of like doing the testing and acquiring customers for that first round of stuff. You know, what kind of budgets should they bring to the table as far as like paid to to really get
1: the ball rolling? I mean, for us, you know, you could start testing with a few thousand dollars, but really we were starting to get real data when like well, as we started to approach like six figures. So uh, once we got to like a few hundred K or about a hundred K spent over three or four months, that's when we really started to see some of those tests bear fruit because. Early on, we were testing a couple of different angles. One was more of an eco story because we are very eco friendly. But what we realized that eco friendliness is almost like table stakes at this point. It's not a differentiator that necessarily um, leads to profound kind of return. So we were testing eco story. We were testing a design story. So it looks and feels pretty. That works, but it wasn't the killer kind of. Uh, Angle And then the third angle for us was like the vitamins, like you get your vitamins by brushing your teeth. And that's where we saw returns at a a much higher level. So I think once we got to like six figure spend, that's when we were able to really see that third bucket be the hero um, in terms of our uh, in terms of our output. So but I I think, you know, I, I think there are different. Ways of doing it, I think, even you know, a few thousand dollars could be enough just to get the ball rolling. Especially if you have a pretty strong thesis, and maybe you're only A/B testing two things, as opposed to us A/B testing three big buckets. As I think that that complicated matters.
0: Absolutely, it's just the the reason I ask is I just want to set the expectation that it is kind of expensive to to pay to play these days. And if you yes. can start a business and do something with a more organic growth at the beginning that yeah. go all in on that.
1: Yeah, I think that's absolutely right. And I think like there's nuance to our product that requires, like I mentioned before explaining. And I think it's that that nuance that kind of will lead to long-term success for us, but is, is, is short-term pain, right? So short-term pain from having to explain something new, uh, uh, but it gives long-term gain because we want to be the Coke or the Xerox of this category of alternative supplement delivery um, without having to eat something or swallow something or, or so like, if we can be that in five years, the pain will be well worth it. I think there are similar examples. Like if you look at athletic greens, like it took them a while to ramp up and to become market aware because it was such a, like it's green, but it goes in liquid. And it's like, like there were a lot of nuance, there was nuance to it. And I think now, like the market knows about athletic greens and like, it they're they're dominating because they laid that groundwork. So I think it all depends on how much explaining there is to do and how much you know introduction the product needs. Absolutely.
0: Now we have talked so much about the product. So if someone's curious and they want to go check it out, where should they go?
1: Yeah, I mean, our website's probably the best, betterandbetter.com, just the full better and better. Um, and because I think we're starting to also, as I mentioned before, we're starting to do interviews with scientists. Uh, you know, the people who are using the product and are experiencing um, it in a, in a meaningful way. And so I think uh, our website is probably the best place to go. BetterandBetter.com.
0: Absolutely. Vladimir, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Thank you very much for having me. All right. I can't thank our guests enough for coming on the show and sharing their knowledge and journey with us. We've got a lot to think about and potentially add into our own business. You can find all the links in the show notes. Make sure you head over to honestecommerce.co to check out all of the other amazing content that we have. Make sure you subscribe, leave a review. And obviously, if you're thinking about growing your business, check out our agency at electriceye.io. Until next time.